0: It's another week. Can you guys believe 52 episodes? This is number 53. Can't believe it. I missed two episodes during a year. So like it's a year and two weeks. (laughs) I'm gonna do better this year. This year is going to be, we're not going to miss any episodes. And I love the fact that I am now batching so that when I am in the mode of creation, Like I've realized working with my own coach, like that my takeoff is the hardest part. So for me with podcasting, maybe this will help you on your things. Like if it's the hardest part is the takeoff, like the going down the runway. It's like while I'm up in the air, let me just put out two or three or four podcasts. And that way I don't have to use all this energy every week of taking off, putting going back up, taking off, putting going back up. If the hardest part is the takeoff. So I love that. And so I'm committed to this year, not missing a week. We're going to batch this. We're going to make sure that even when I'm off, there's some podcasts for you guys. So we don't have any misses this next year. So episode 53, I was thinking about it. And episode 52, which symbolizes a year, I'm so glad it was a client spotlight. And it actually was a great representation of like the value of coaching. So I love that episode 52 that celebrated one year of podcasting was a client spotlight. But for this episode, I wanted to go back because in episode 51, we talked about your quit pattern. One of the things I love doing with clients is helping them see their patterns. You know, we talk about bio-individuality. I love using bio-individuality when I was in anesthesia because even though people may weigh a certain thing, right, you could titrate it based on them because each person, how everything works in their body is individualized. It's the same thing with how our brain processes stuff. Something can happen to all of us and each one of us would interpret it differently. We would have our own bio-individuality way of looking at it. And so when it comes to patterns, that's why I love looking at my clients and sharing with them, you know, this is your habit. This is your pattern. This is your groove, right? Because once we know our patterns, now we can prepare for it. If you go back to like the Boy Scout episode, like be your own Boy Scout, it was probably like episode number four or five, somewhere in there early when I talked about being prepared Being prepared means knowing your pattern. And if you know your pattern, you can use that famous line that I love that Kara Lowenthal says, this is the part when, right? So you can go like, oh, this is the part when I usually quit. This is the part when my brain tells me all the reasons why I should quit. Oh, this is the part when. What I want us to start doing instead of finding ways to judge ourselves, to beat ourselves up, it's just to see our natural human experience 50% of the time when we show up like we want to, and the 50% of the time when we show up where we're not quite liking the way we show up. And how to love ourselves through that. I loved it when Ashley said that. She was like, loving ourselves through that. If you didn't listen to that podcast, there's a couple of good nuggets that she gave of the takeaways she learned through coaching. One of them was to be able to love herself through. And just seeing it as a groove in your body, a normal physiologic reaction of Fired together, wired together, a neural pathway that was established because of use. Remember, pruning, right? Because of use, not because it was right or wrong, but just because this is what I did. And so this is the groove that's in my brain. This is my pattern. And now I get to intentionally create another path. Like you get to dam up the river. And redirect. That's what we're doing. Like, we're understanding the river pathways of our brain, and we're putting like directional flows in it. And it's like, where do I want to put the disruptor, the flow change in that flow? But first, we have to understand the flow, right? And the result of it, like if it keeps flowing this way, it's going to flood the town and I don't want that result. So what's the pattern? When it rains heavy, this is the way it goes. And where do I want to redirect? Right? We get to like redirect our pathways and put up thought disruptors. I love creating thought disruptors. Like plans and protocols, but it starts with first recognizing our patterns and normalizing it, like to be able to, without judgment and go, yeah, I usually do this. Now I want to start doing this through love, not from judgment. I can't believe I still do this. I can't believe I think this way. I can't believe I still don't think I'm worthy or any of that. But like, oh, this is my normal thought process. Now let me apply, let me understand this. And now let me apply it. So in episode 51, we talked about our quit patterns, right? And so what I wanted to do in this week was well what's our all in pattern? We usually like think about our patterns as our negative patterns, right? But it's just as important to know the patterns that are working for you and understand and unpack them because they aren't flukes. And if you understand them, you can use them when you're creating protocols for the patterns that you don't like the result of. So in this episode, what do you need to go all in? What's your pattern? When you like literally jump, what's the pattern? What do you need to go, fuck it, I'm going all in. What is that pattern for you and why? That's so important. So, when I was thinking about this, I was like, there's usually about five reasons why the checkoff on like why we would go all in. And some of these things is like, when I get this, then I go all in. When I get this, then I go all in. When I get this, then I go all in. When I get so I want to go through those when I get this, these are possibilities and then you go all in. And I want you to see that you don't necessarily have to have those to go all in. Going all in is actually a choice. But I want to like unpack, when do you decide to go all in? Do you decide, number one, to go all in when you know all the answers? Like, I don't figured it out. I know how I'm going to get there. And whatever the goal is financially, like I'm not going to set the goal and go all in with the goal until I know how I'm going to create it. Like, am I going to have a program? Am I going to sell this many? am like, am I going to do it this way? Like, I can't just believe I'm going to create an additional 100K revenue this year without having a clue as how I'm going to do it. So do you need to know the how before you go all in as opposed to I'm going to make an additional 100K, 20K, 30K of revenue. I don't even know how, but I'm just going to believe it. And with that belief and that determination, will drive actions that create me getting curious, looking at it, opening it, being open to all kinds of examples of how I could. Is it working extra? Is it getting a second job? Is it creating a business? Is it consulting? Is it selling something? Like, what is it? But with the belief that I know that I am going to get the end result. Because if you try doing all that and don't believe, right? Just think, like, I'm not really all in yet, but I'm doing all this. Then you're like trying to find the answer. So you're talking to other people, like, well, did you do this program? How was that program? I can always tell when people aren't all in, because of the questions they ask. Like when they go, I'm thinking about doing this. Do a Facebook post. I'm thinking about doing this. What do y'all think? What are y'all experiences? As if other people telling you some shit is going to make you go all in, right? Or you're looking for the answers. Like if it helped this many people, just notice what your brain is doing. If it helped this many people, if you got 10 yeses and two no's, do you say yes? Or does it have to be 20 yeses before you say yes and go all in? What's your goal all in? Do I need to know the answer and then the answer to that and then the answer to that? Do I have to know all the obstacles? I call it being stuck in the squat, right? Like I'm preparing to prepare, to prepare, to prepare. Do the thing, so I want to know all the what ifs, and I start solving for all of the what ifs. Well, if this happens, then this, and what if this happens, then this? It's like I am looking around for danger before I go all in. And so, if I can solve for all the possibilities of me not failing, of it not working before I go all in, then I'll feel safe or I'll feel secure. What is it and why? Just ask yourself on that. Like, Why do I need to know everything? Because let's just be real. It's not possible for us to know all the shit that's going to happen on your road to getting whatever your goal is and What happens when an obstacle comes in that you wasn't prepared for? Do you then stop being all in? Just notice if you need that in order to be all in, then what happens soon as an obstacle comes that you wasn't expecting? Like the person that you knew was going to say yes said no. Now what? Right? Do I need to have it all worked out? All my what ifs, all the obstacles, do I need to research and research and research some more? And what if, and what if, and what if before I go all in? That's a clue for you. Okay. What if you just decided to go all in? Like, what is all that research protecting you from? I can't answer that for you, but you can. For most people, it's like, I'm ready. I'm prepared. And guess what? You can have that thought without knowing all of the ifs. Like, I'm safe. I'm confident. I can do this. You can have that as a thought without knowing everything. Because you can have the thought, like, no matter what comes up, I'm going to figure it out. I don't need to know all the answers. All I need is my next step. That is often The only thing that is available to us is the next step. But we limit ourselves from going all in when we need to know steps one through 15 or 20 or 50. Sometimes the way the universe works is just, here's step one, take that step. I'll unload the rest, the next step after you take that one. Like we don't know the next step until we take that one and we learn as we go especially on big, scary goals, there is no roadmap. And for us as high achieving women, if we went the traditional route of school and job and everything, and we're doing a big goal that doesn't have a roadmap, that's some scary shit. And that's putting one foot in front of another, sometimes with a machete, right? (laughs) Because you got to clean out all the bush right? Because it's not a roadway. It's not a well-traveled pathway. I want to offer you this. If you're waiting to know all the steps, never going to happen before you go all in. What if you build the belief in yourself instead of letting the steps give you your security? You decide no matter what comes up, I know I will figure it out. It's a different way of looking at it, but I want you to consider building your own self-trust to know whatever emotion is going to happen on the other side of any obstacle, I'm going to be okay. Like if I'm disappointed, I'm going to be okay. If I'm feeling unsecure, I'm going to be okay. I don't need to feel certain in order to feel certain. (laughs) I love that, right? Because the certainty is not in the things externally. The certainty is in me. Like I know I'm going to figure it out. I believe in me. I trust in me. That's where your time and energy needs to be placed at. Not on trying to figure out all the external. Now, if this happens and she says this and that, yeah, do you give some thought to it? Yes, but really what you do is build yourself up. Okay. I spent a lot of time on that because like so many of us try to like research our way into being able to be all in. And I want to say that you can just be all in and take the next step because I guarantee you, you know, the next step. And when you take that step, all you do is ask yourself, well, what's the next step? Okay. Number two, you're waiting for someone else's approval. Like, I'm going to take it to my bosses. This is a good idea. I'm going to take it to my friends. Y'all think this is a good idea? I'm going to take it to my mom and dad. What do you think about this? Like, I'm going to take it to the organization. What do y'all think? Like you're waiting for other people buy-in so that you can go, oh, other people agree. So this must be a good idea, right? External validation. Their opinion over yours. Wow. This is some scary shit when you decide that you're going to allow your voice to be amplified over everyone else's, even mama and daddy's, even your bosses, even your friends, even that organization, even your mentor, right? Like, do you have mentors? Yes. Do you use their advice? Yes, for sure. But at the end, do you know, right, is your opinion, not ego, but like really like that intuition in your gut saying, yeah, but I think this is right, right? But waiting for other people's validation. It's like we're asking them to do the work for us as opposed to us doing the work of creating self-reliance on our own thoughts, like doing the work of believing in ourselves, no matter what. That's work, guys. And we're doing it the lazy way around when we're like checking in. Well, I'm going to say this. And then we're waiting to see what they think. Girl, I'm thinking of such and such and such. And we're waiting to see if they go, oh, that's a good idea. And if they say no, I'm thinking about opening up a bakery. You know, I've always been, I think I'm going to start catering. And we're waiting for I don't know, girl. You know that's a lot of work. You kind of doing the kitchen and such such like and how do you feel when you hear that? In human now. Come on now. Human nature? Yes. Will you be disappointed but is their voice the voice that you're waiting for for you to go all in? Right? Build up your voice in your head. Notice when someone else's voices is louder than yours. That's number two. number three I'll go all in once I have evidence that it's gonna work right Like to go all in and not know if it's gonna work if people are gonna like it like oh my god, I can't go all in yet like I have to have evidence first. but what happens is we don't create the evidence until we go all in. Because think about it. If we're like, maybe this will will work, maybe they won't. What is that energy that we're creating with, selling with, doing presentations with? Like that energy of, I don't know. So there's like this inadequacy or this hesitancy or this insecurity or discouragement underneath your actions that you take. Like I have to see the evidence first before I go all in is a dream killer. Imagine if any of our heroes, be they sports heroes or our radio TV heroes, imagine if they had to get the dream role, the dream spot on the team before they believe that they could have that. Because they worked, believing that it could happen. It was that fuel that fueled their work, their study for it, right? You talk about Kobe Bryant and his work ethic. His work ethic was from the belief that before the evidence was there, that he could be that number one player. He didn't wait till he was number one and then do the work. And so many of us, when we have our goals, like we wait to see evidence, like we wait to see that we're losing weight before we go all in on the diet. Well, guess what? We won't lose weight until we go all in on the diet, meaning like, I believe I deserve this. I'm okay. Like I'm going to learn how to feel my emotions to stop buffering. I'm going to learn to do a protocol. If it's that, I'm okay with giving up no sugar, no flour. But if we don't believe it's going to work, if we need the evidence first, soon as it's time to do no sugar, no flour, and you're like, well, forget it. It's probably not going to work anyway. So we just cave in. We need to be all in before we see the evidence and nurture that, not just all in for that day, but nurture it no matter what the obstacle, no matter what the numbers are saying. Can you continue to be all in no matter what's happening? Yeah, you didn't get the role. You got cut from the team. You actually gained weight. You didn't get the position. You didn't sell anything. No one signed up for your webinar right? You got denied the lease space. You got denied the credit. The book didn't get an award. Can you believe regardless of the evidence? Yeah. Is that you're all in? You're waiting for the evidence before you go all in? No. All in first. Evidence comes last. Believe it or not, the result is the last thing that happens. But we're waiting for the result to show up before we start thinking all the way in. We have to be all in in our thinking and our mindset before the result ever happens. The result is the icing on the cake, it's the last thing that comes. Okay, number four. We go all in when we start acting right. This is one of mine. Like I have this like big dreams but I'm like, yeah, but your ass will procrastinate. Like you'll give up. Like I have all these things about me that I'm like, yeah, but you're not ready yet. So I'll go all in and believe when I start showing up, when I stop procrastinating, when I start doing the things. So I'm waiting for something inside me to change a uh, action that i take before i go all in in the belief that i can do this it sounds right but actually you have to believe it's that belief that you can do it that will drive you to take the action to change those things about you and they don't happen overnight like there's like this slow gradual change into that person but it starts with the belief So if you're waiting for you to get your shit together before you believe 100% and go all in, guess what? Think about that. That's a lot of pressure. And what do we do with pressure? We quit. So you will never get your shit together. And can I tell you something? (laughs) I don't know someone who has made it successfully. That lived in a hundred percent shit together land. Can I tell you? I love saying that (laughs) because it's like a secret. Can I tell you a secret? You can do a whole bunch of shit with half shit together functionality. Like with a half, we call it a half managed mind and life coaching. You can create the goal. You can go all in, create the results operating at 50% capacity, but your brain is like, no, we can't believe until you're like that person. Well, can I tell you something? You will never be that person. So stop trying to be that person and just be who you are and believe. And with that energy of determination, let that fuel your actions. And have compassion on the fact that you're a fucking human being and you won't get it 100% right anyway. So stop expecting yourself to get it 100% right. Like I'll believe when I start getting up at 5.45, working out, meditating, eating right, then I know I'm the person that can do this. Then I'll believe. No, believe first. Believe that your belief, like you can do it. And 50% is gonna be enough. And I can get there. Stop waiting for you to be this some pin-up version of yourself before you go all in on your dreams. First of all, we'll never create that person. (laughs) We just won't. So we can give that up. We get to be human, black queens. We get to be human. And create, and believe. Okay. And number five, getting long. I'm going to cut this one really short and just go, we wait to go in until I have a certain feeling. When I feel ready, when I feel confident, when I feel motivated, when I feel like it's a done deal, then I'll go all in. Nope. Nope. And no. It is going all in that creates that feeling. If you're waiting for the feeling to come, it's like the what if parade. No, the feeling comes from you believing first, like that feeling is built day by day, thought by thought. Intentionality builds that belief. It's questioning, like, wait a minute, how come I don't feel confident today? Oh. I think I need to have the evidence. Oh, this person said, no, I'm making that mean I can't do it. Like it's choosing every day, every second and building the F line, the feeling of it, the confidence, the motivation, waiting to be ready. Ready is a thought. We think ready is a circumstance. We think ready is a feeling that just happens. Like, I'll know when I feel it, as opposed to deciding and creating the feelings. When do you go all in? When you have a feeling, when you act in a certain way, when people were saying things, (laughs) when you have the evidence, when you have all the research, when are you going all in? know your pattern, and then do the work to discredit that pattern and decide I can go all in now. What's stopping me? Is it a feeling? Is it external validation? Is it waiting for me to show up a certain way? Is it waiting for other people to show up a certain way? Is it waiting to feel safe because I know all the ins and outs and Aroundabouts roundabouts and everything else, every known obstacle. What are you waiting for to go all in? I want to suggest that you can go all in now and do your work. You know the next step. The person whose voice needs to be loudest is yours. You can create your feelings and you can do shit half managed. Mine and you don't have to be a 100%, right? I hope this helped. If it did, reach out. If you had an aha in this, like, oh, I've been waiting for this to go all in, or if you know your aha, your go all in pattern, when I feel this way, then I go all in. And so I work to feel this way. Know that that is optional. Study yourself. Know your patterns. If you got some something to share. I would love to get a review. Let me know. Let me know how this is helping you. And I will see you guys next week. Bye now. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, Opportunities to work with me one on one are available. Go to brickjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. brickjohnson.com. B R I G J O H N S O N. See you next time.